Welcome to Medified, a podcast about web dev and tech news that piqued my interest. I'm your host, Richard, and I'm looking forward to this episode. Let's start a new year with some exciting news from Tailwind CSS, specifically its newest version 3.4. Buckle up, because this update will make you feel as if you found a hidden level in your favorite video game, because it's packed with goodies you didn't even know you needed. First off, let's talk about Tailwind's new dynamic viewport units. When you're designing a website and you want a full-height element that actually works on mobile devices, That sounds like a fantasy, right? Well, not anymore. With this new version, you get DVH, LVH, and SVH units that are the absolute best for dealing with disappearing mobile menu bars. Now brace yourselves for the Has variant. This is the CSS equivalent of finally being able to put socks on after walking on a cold floor. A total game changer. You can style parent elements based on their children and change the style of a label just because a radio button inside it is checked. Then there's the new wildcard variant, which lets you style direct children of an element, and it is as powerful as it sounds. Expect to see some real creativity and maybe a few design disasters out there. We've also got new size utilities. Finally, you can set width and height simultaneously. And let's not forget the text wrap utilities for balanced headlines. Say goodbye to tweaking max widths and hello to headlines that wrap like a perfectly wrapped burrito. Next up, subgrid support. It lets elements inherit grid columns or rows from their parent. And for those of you who love precision, the extended min width, max width, and min height scales are finally getting you that ruler with extra tiny measurements. Opacity scale has been extended as well. Now you can get that perfect transparency without playing the guessing game. And for the grid fans, the grid rows scale has more options than a menu in a diner, going all the way up to 12 rows. There's also the new forced colors variant and forced color adjust utilities that ensure your elements look good even in forced colors mode. And if you're wondering about oxide, the engine improvements previewed earlier, they are coming in the next release, so stay tuned. So that's it, Tailwind CSS version 3.4 is here, and it's a treasure chest of new features. So get your keyboards ready and start updating your projects. Your HTML is about to get as wild as a house party when the parents are out of town. And continuing on, we have the latest release of Solid Start, specifically the Beta 2 of version 0.4.0. So hold on to your hats and let's take a look. Who is behind this magic? None other than Ryan Carniato and his team, who have been coding like wizards to bring us this new release. They've managed to squeeze a lot of comets since the last update, so let's see where this dedication brought us. Solid Start has been the foundation for some pretty amazing projects. The Chrome team even pitched in, helping research performance-boosting tech. Plus, we have seen the adoption of server functions by other frameworks like Quick and Next.js. So, it's like Solid Start is the trendsetter of the web dev world. But it wasn't all smooth sailing. The team learned a ton about their tech and managing a meta framework they realized they needed a change and embarked on a tech exploration journey. The destination? 
Nitro, the new server layer for Solid Start. This shift helped them massively cut down the code from over 10,000 lines to just about 1,400 across 32 files. This new beta, it's not just an update, it's a reset. A smarter, more efficient version that's all about evolving with technology. And with this, they're sprinting towards the much-anticipated version 1.0. And now for the features, and there are some cool ones. Rebase to Nitro and Vinci means Solid Start is now powered by Nitro, the same engine behind Nuxt and Analog. This means better platform leverage and a shared base for improved features. Plus, Winxie, a metabundler itself, brings everything together neatly. Then we get router and metadata agnosticism. So they have made file system routing usable by any router, so you can choose your own adventure in the world of web routing. We also get use server, server functions. Solid Start has adopted the React convention of use server for server functions. It's all about making server functions stand out and be easy to work with. On top of that, there is support for client-rendered SPAs. And you can still run client-rendered SPAs and benefit from server functions and have the best of both worlds. There are more features in their respective libraries. For example, SolidJS Router now has Create Async and Cache APIs, and SolidJS Meta offers zero-config SSR head injection. Looking ahead, the road to 1.0 is paved with more refinement, bug squashing, and documentation enhancements. It seems Solid Start has transformed from an ambitious project to a tool for building ambitious projects. So it has sort of gone from being a promising student to a wise teacher. We also have the changelog of ChatCN from December uh, 2023 to go through today. Firstly, let's talk about the new additions to the ChatCN UI component library. We've got a brand spanking new carousel component that's smoother than a buttered slide, complete with swipe gestures and keyboard support. Then there's the drawer component. So sleek on mobile, it might just slide right out of your phone. And don't forget about the new pagination component. If you ever wanted to play around with your layout like it's Legos, the new resizable component is your dream come true. And hold your toast, because Sonner, the last toast component you'll ever need, has also joined the party. Now let's talk CLI updates, a real crowd pleaser. You can now customize your tail and prefix and even add TypeScript versions of your config to get a tailor-made suit for your project that fits just right. Oh, and before I forget, the folks at ChatCN have sprinkled some extra magic on the CLI for JavaScript lovers. And you can opt out of TypeScript if you want. No hard feelings. I think we covered the rest of the year in previous episodes of Minified, so that's it for this one. And last but not least, we have been talking about Expo all year long, so let's take a wild wine tour of Expo's 2023 year in review. Fasten your seatbelts, because it's been a year chock full of tech triumphs and a few hiccups along the way, but mostly triumphs. Let's kick off with Expo's big achievements. The team has set some audacious goals at the start of the year, and it looks like they really did deliver on them. First up, the launch of Expo Orbit for macOS in November was pretty cool. 
It made installing and running builds a breeze and even let you open multiple simulators at once. Because who has time to wait, right? Plus, opening Android emulators without audio means your favorite tunes stay pitch perfect. And then, Expo Router got a power-up. Thanks to Evan Bacon and his team. It has brought the best of web routing to native iOS and Android apps. Every file in your app directory automatically becoming a route. EAS Build also got a major speed boost, improving by 40 to 60%. They even added GitHub build triggers, so pushing to main kicks off a production build, which makes you feel like having a pitch crew for your app development race. EAS Update matured nicely as well, with new rollouts and a JavaScript API that utilizes hooks. It's now easier to manage over-the-air updates, making sure your users always have the latest version of your app. The engineering team rolled out SDKs 48, 49, and the beta of 50, standardized writing native modules with the Expo Modules API, and even introduced a new VS Code theme. They also enhanced the website with better dashboards and insights. Now, looking ahead to 2024, Expo is all geared up to make team collaboration and testing smoother. They're focusing on creating seamless experiences across Android, iOS, and the web, and thus building a bridge that connects all your favorite islands. So, what's the takeaway? Expo's 2023 was sort of like a rocket launch. A little shaky at the start, but ultimately soaring to new heights. And 2024? Well, it's shaping up to be an even more exciting journey into the tech stratosphere. And with over 250 developers pitching in, Expo's direction is truly community-driven. Thanks for tuning in to Minified. If you like what I do, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. Catch you later.